0: Get a 3D printout of Kelly Brook.
1: That's to be this, that's to be this. What was all that about Rachel Lee Cook? That's to be this, that's to be this. Helen and Ollie, to be
0: this. Here's a question from Chris from Oxford, who says, "My fiance and I recently received an invitation to a wedding. Despite the fact that it's in New Key on bank holiday weekend, guaranteeing me at least 12 hours in a car." And they only gave us three weeks' notice. Wow,
1: well, you weren't even the second wave of invitees. God. Unless it's a shotgun wedding. You know, well,
0: so what? They've invited you to their wedding, Chris. The least you could do is put a smile on it. You sound like you're not going to be much of a laugh to have around at their wedding, even if you deign to go. You
1: sound like you've decided already not to enjoy it. Exactly. With that attitude, you won't.
0: <laughs> well, he says, I will be attending, albeit under duress. No shit. However, the invitation states, dress code for men, black tie and board shorts. Half
1: of your body is going to be a lot warmer than the other half
0: That's true What are board shorts
1: They're like what people in Home and Away wear When they're running up the beach with a
0: surfboard Yes
1: I can imagine actually this is the kind of thing Robert Downey Jr.
0: would wear on the red carpet Posh, uh, top half and then shorts Uh, Helen, answer me this Should I turn up in this ridiculous mishmash of garments Or treat the suggestion with the contempt I feel it deserves It's not a suggestion It's a dress code It's an order Exactly It's a rule There's no latitude in that.
1: Everyone else is going to be Dressed like a tit Yes yeah, So, so you
0: feel more of a tit Not dressed like a tit I
1: mean, By all means Take your trousers in the car So that if other people Have disobeyed You can disobey too But I think otherwise Why draw attention to yourself It's like when I turned up At school on Mufti Day In school uniform And I thought this is a kind of protest But really it was just dickishness And I'm big enough to understand now That I was being a dick
0: Wow that seems like a major psychological event in your life The way you're talking about it I was 12 though Yeah
1: You're not 12 Chris If you're talking about driving to Cornwall You're at least 17 I've got an idea for Chris Which in a way is taking the theme even further Wetsuit with a bow tie.
0: Presumably that's what The father of the bride Is wearing <laughs> I mean I do appreciate The irony here I think we all do That in trying to have This sort of informal Beach look They're actually imposing A rule which makes it Harder to dress up Than if they just said Wear casual beach clothes You know yeah. if they said Come dress for the beach Some people would Wear board shorts mm-hmm. Some people would turn up In flip flops and normal shorts But what they've done here Is whilst trying to make it look relaxed Because they've gone for a uniformly relaxed look Some people are going to have to go and buy board shorts Especially just as you would have to go and buy white tie If they'd said that
1: The fact is you've agreed to go to this wedding So shut up and go Don't complain now because what if you find yourself Actually quite enjoying it then you'll look like an idiot Whereas if you've been quiet And then it's worse than you and your fiancé expect Then you can bitch about it all the way home in the car
0: The only problem is I think There is a certain type of man that looks good in board shorts, and that's the kind of man who looks good on a surfboard. And if you're not that kind of man, as I am not that kind of man...
1: Oh, you've got lovely calves, Ollie. I actually have
0: reasonably proportioned legs, Helen, yes.
1: They're very long and slender. They are
0: compared to the the top half of me, but the problem is the top half of me remains the same.
1: But then you've got the dinner jacket on so what's the problem in a way it's
0: the perfect outfit yeah I know someone who recently applied for a job as a lawyer at a cool new media internet company oh
1: does that mean they have to wear
0: a stupid dress code they were told by someone who works at the company you've made a major error in submitting your LinkedIn profile which has a picture of you wearing a suit (sighs) because this is a cool new media internet company we don't wear suits here and now they're going to look at that and they're going to judge you on your photo isn't that a mad reversal of dress code
1: some people have gone for a suited look because now so many executives wear casual clothes their kind of fun young hipster look Mm. Is a suit. I mean, almost a Pee Wee Herman kind of look. Exactly.
0: That's exactly what's happened. Like, this company, if you want to be an executive there, you have to dress like you're on work experience. So he should have just worn a poncho on LinkedIn. (laughs) But surely, surely, of all people, you want the lawyer to be wearing a suit. He's not going to turn up in court wearing flip-flops and board shorts, is he? I
1: mean, on jury Mm. service, I didn't even wear glitter nail polish to court because I thought that would seem a bit trivial.
0: Well, I think that's right, Helen. I think you do things properly.
1: I respect the legal process. (laughs) Here's a question from Paul, who says, Ollie, answer me this. Why isn't Fred Flintstone thin Since he drives his car With his feet everywhere
0: (laughs) uh, Because it's a cartoon That's why That's why It doesn't make any sense That he wears a tie Even though he's basically Wearing a dress
1: Maybe his metabolism Has slowed down Maybe he doesn't drive that far I mean Yeah Bedrock might be one of those towns where people drive to somewhere that is only a five-minute walk away. Well,
0: very likely, because, of course, it's based on 1960 suburban America, isn't it? Where yeah. It's very much the case. It's uh,
1: very car-centric, a lot of the town planning in America.
0: If his calorific intake exceeds yeah. his, his, his what is burning, even if he isn't exercising a lot, he might be healthy, but he might be overweight. He'd be massive if he ate all those dino steaks and didn't go in the car. I mean, actually, maybe the car yeah. is the only thing that's keeping him in the relatively felt condition he's in. Because the thing mm. about Flintstone mm. is that, you know, even though John Goodman played him in the film and everything, people think of him as fat. If you watch the cartoon, well, he's got um, a beer belly. Obese. But it's not... Yeah, yeah, he's not obese, is he? And uh, also we don't know how the engineering of those cars works.
1: Yeah. Is the front wheel stone, though? Well, this because is it. if he's propelling that, that is a weight.
0: Yes. Well, you I mean, need to get going. It could work like a flywheel oh, after yeah, that. But, but are there animals, for example, underneath the axle, as there are in many of the Flintstones creations? Yeah, oh, what,
1: like yeah. a tortoise that's powering things? Is,
0: is it effectively a power-assisted vehicle? Oh. You know. Like you, one of those bikes with a little motor on it. Yeah, so you see yeah. his feet running along the bottom, you think, oh, he's doing well powering that. It might not be the only energy going maybe. into that. just enhancing the motion.
1: Or maybe that's just like a rudder. Rather than the actual uh, motor It's just steering There
0: was a German guy last year Who built a replica of the Flintstones car Mm. uh, On the chassis of a Volkswagen
1: Which kind of Volkswagen?
0: Um, I believe it was a Polo, Helen
1: Well, that is a strong chassis
0: (laughs) um, (laughs) I appreciate your attempt at the banter Um, uh, Car chat it (laughs) It was amazing Wooden frame, leopard print covers Did the whole thing
1: What did he make the wheel out of, Ollie?
0: It was stone, I think.
1: Really, or so you got, like you got one of those rollers that you used to flatten a cricket pitch. Yeah, or yeah, something. that kind of
0: thing. Yeah, but wow. but it but you didn't power it with your feet. It actually, had a 1.3 liter engine in it. Cheat. Uh, and he wasn't wasn't roadworthy. The German authorities said, uh, "Guess what? You can't drive <laughs> no, that because it doesn't have seatbelts or windscreen wipers. It will wipers. destroy any road it travels along,
1: <laughs> and you'll probably fall out and run yourself over." He takes it around German car shows nowadays. We saw the Flintstones mobile as well, didn't we? At Cars of the Stars now, sadly defunct.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, but that, that was from the Flintstone sequel movie, wasn't it?
1: Not a strong film.
0: Is the one with They couldn't afford Elizabeth Taylor The second time So I think they got Joan Collins
1: So Elizabeth Taylor in it The first time Was she
0: Betty Rubble Or somebody She No she was Flintstone's Mother-in-law uh, right.
1: Who did play Betty Betty was
0: really pretty, uh, forgot, really pretty ooh, who was, To be honest As a 13 year old My entire attention Was Halle Berry Exclusively Hallie Halle Berry in it Oh yes Who was she playing Titty McTitt. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I
1: didn't know There were any Scottish characters in
0: it Rosie O'Donnell Played Betty Rubble Yes That's a miscasting no, I don't know, not bad I should have given it to Holly Hunter You yeah. just say Holly Hunter because you like to see Holly Hunter in everything Maybe Martin. Who should have played Harry Potter? Holly Hunter <laughs> Oscar Schindler, Holly Hunter Right, uh, here's a question from someone who would prefer to remain anonymous uh, But we do have her email address uh, So don't cross us, lady uh, She <laughs> says uh, Helen, answer me this When is it appropriate to tell a prospective partner about my clitoral hood piercing?
1: it really depends on context. At his mother's funeral, probably later.
0: (laughs) Yeah, time doesn't come into it then, does it? It's all about the situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been single for the 18 months since I got it.
1: Coincidence? Yeah, I wonder if there's any connection to that.
0: (laughs) Just nerves, maybe.
1: Waiting for it to heal. (laughs) Uh,
0: And I'm not really sure how or when... To tell him.
1: Well, if you don't tell him, he probably will find out, unless he can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: do I just wait for him to find it? She says, perhaps preempting that gag, uh, and run the risk of it really not being something he's keen on. Well, You're not going to remove it if he's not keen on it, presumably, no, so fuck him. Yeah. And, you know, at that point, frankly, he's, he's happy just to see anything. Would
1: you ask him to get his penis pierced if you were not keen on it being unpierced? Exactly. You yeah. see?
0: Do I tell him preemptively? She says, uh, and possibly ruin the surprise?
1: Well, you could tell him provocatively. You would. And I- well I've got a piercing In a very special place And you'll have to guess where Ooh,
0: Oh that's good yeah If you specify piercing Because if you're like When you get in my knickers I've got a special surprise for you He might be expecting a sandwich Like make it clear <laughs> oh, That it's a piercing <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That's what I'd like He might be expecting that And then it'll be disappointing um, I'd not envision this issue She says When I decided to get it done
1: well, What were you envisioning?
0: Should I use a euphemism? Can she not use the euphemism Hood ornament? Mm. Actually some of them Are the size of like Car hood ornaments I don't if you see Some of them really like The Mercedes badge How many have you seen? Uh, I've done a little bit Of research online uh, Uh, (laughs) Uh, Some of them are just absolutely enormous And some uh, of them are tiny Like mm. little studs like you'd have in your ear
1: Okay so a lot of it will depend on whether hers is more just You know a a discreet ornament Or Mm. like a bear trap If If it's an enormous Lily Allen style hoop earring (laughs) uh,
0: But if it's a stud Then I think Actually, in a way, you could leave it as a surprise.
1: I suppose you might need to be careful if you're using condoms, which, of course, new sexual partner, you should, in yes, case it, it doesn't tears rupture. Them. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, Better to make him aware, isn't it? You might
1: find it a tempting thing, actually, because you don't have that just for the look of it, do you? You have that because of the stimulation. Yeah. You might think a lady who likes stimulation, that must mean she's up for it.
0: I do think the last thing I need. It's constant sexual simulation. <laughs> I really... I mean, it's bad enough anyway, being a man and just being constantly distracted by sexual images.
1: If anything, you need a piercing just to give you a bit of time off.
0: I need a piercing in my brain just so that mm. I can think about other stuff occasionally.
1: Don't say that because a fence post will fall through your window <laughs> at night.
0: No, but I do. In, in one way, I am sort of looking forward to getting to my 60s and not being able to get a boner anymore just so I can have a bit more time. <laughs>
1: to read and do, to, yeah, and do the gardening. A little
0: bit, though. I would love to get through Austin, but I'm never going to do it at the moment.
1: Yeah, but you'd find those Bennett sisters all too sexy. <laughs> Here is another question about unexpected items on the genitals. Brilliant. It's from Anonymous in Manchester who says I have a medium sized lump on my penis. Ollie, answer me this. What should I do? <laughs> Charge oh. tourists tuppence to look at it.
0: <laughs> oh, nothing. I'd do nothing. Sounds absolutely fine. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. And if your penis drops off, then you'll, then you'll know that you should have done something sooner. But yep. otherwise, if I were you, I'd just send a question about it to a comedy podcast. That's obviously the best route, isn't I
1: mean, it? also, what's your definition of medium? Is it just smaller than some of the lumps on your penis, but bigger than other ones? Mm. Uh, is it like a medium-sized mountain, like Scaffold Pike?
0: I think the uh, only wise advice is for us to say that you should go to your doctor. But of course, I mean, it might be nothing to worry about at all. But you won't know that until you go to the doctor rather than asking us.
1: Apparently, the probability is that most penile lumps will be nothing to worry about. They might just be a harmless cyst or, you know, a little swollen gland.
0: Yeah, the dick equivalent of a lymph node. Indeed. I've got a lymph node. I think uh, I I say I think I haven't been to the doctor. Being hypocritical here, I've got a tiny little lump here on my on the back of my ear. Oh, that's fatal. Oh, I get them all the time. Yeah, fatal. But it kind of at one point I panicked because it was growing. And now I've noticed that it's shrunk again, so I think it's glandular, isn't it? But it, yeah. but it feels like a lump. Feels like a little bump on my skeleton. Yeah.
1: But just go. I mean, why on earth do people ask us for medical advice <laughs> before going to see their GP, or at least going to the genito-urinary medicine clinic,
0: or at least sending it to Channel 4's Embarrassing Bodies? Good point. It's so obviously the place to send all of your important medical information because it's so much less embarrassing than going to a doctor who's medically trained.
1: Are you suggesting that the doctor on there is not medically trained? No.
0: What I'm saying is that you only see a medically trained doctor when you go to a doctor, rather than one million people who are laughing at your. I've got a question. Then email your question. Do answer me this podcast at googlemail.com. Mail.com. Answer me this podcast at Google Mail.com. Answer me this podcast at Google Mail.com. Answer me this podcast at Google Mail.com.
1: Here's a question from Liu Who says When I go swimming I just want to swim Alright Oh Liu Please will you do Aqua aerobics No <laughs> Says Liu The other attractions At the pool Hold little interest For me
0: Well that obviously Is a man who has never Encountered the Letchworth wave machine Oh my god What a machine
1: And even a diving board That can be
0: fun Yeah or a water slide
1: Or one of those Inflatable dolphins you Well can no ride hold on. on Let's not
0: get carried away Sorry Because he's been very specific On the fact that the Little other attraction interest that- <laughs> No interest <Little laughs> Inflatable, interest. Forget it Waste of time But when- I think Wave Machine Does qualify
1: Blue continues I have noticed However That whenever they switch The jacuzzi on mm. Women of all ages Make a line for it Not men
0: Just women And Ollie Man.
1: Yeah, because you're making that porno in there
0: (laughs) at the ledge with jacuzzi. Love a jacuzzi. Oh, yes. What's not to like about a jacuzzi apart from the floating body fluids that have been left there by the previous incumbent?
1: Well, maybe you need to tell you what there is to like about a jacuzzi because he's coming from the opposite end of the jacuzzi-loving spectrum. Well,
0: I'm not sure I do want to tell him because I don't want the jacuzzi full of men. I like all the women in there just for me.
1: You and all your honeys. (laughs) Liu says... The only men who go there seem to have been dragged in by their wives or
0: girlfriends. No, quite the contrary. Can't get my girlfriend to go in the jacuzzi with me. She gets too hot. She is too hot, she's a hottie Yeah, that must be why Whenever I get dragged into it by the missus I would just sit there
1: bored for ten minutes Looking forward to being able to get back in the main pool And do some swimming again He likes swimming, doesn't he? He has little interest in the other things
0: A man who's obviously never put his cock up against the jet streams
1: Ollie, answer me this Is there a physiological explanation for the gender-based difference In the attraction of a jacuzzi? Do women find it particularly invigorating or stimulating To sit on a bubble generator?
0: Well you can answer that Better than me Helen
1: Well I remember them Not being on the seat But being sort of In the small That's of your right. back yeah And that is fun
0: Yeah Well he's going beyond fun though It's isn't not it? he's sexy saying, fun It's just fun Well you say that And I'm sure you're right I can't speak for you
1: I have no sexual feelings
0: um, <laughs> No but what I was going to say is You know women are known to have uh, No
1: sexual feelings
0: Female orgasm isn't there is not Is this what you've explained to Martin Um <laughs> Known to have more sexual nerves in more places than men
1: Well maybe they're just not so concentrated in one sexual place
0: Correct So whereas for a man to get off on it He really would have to place his erect penis up against a jet stream A Mm. woman I think it's reasonable to say some women Perhaps some that are more sensitive than others Might feel more of an erotic sensation By being stimulated by bubble jets around their body than men might
1: Maybe I don't know how erotic it is to go in a jacuzzi that is in a leisure centre... Well, this is the thing, council leisure centre. It's like soup full of Ming. (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) it is, yeah. It's
1: it's like a frappuccino of other people's pubes and the temperature of it is a breeding ground for germs. However, Mm. I wonder whether it's not even a physiological or sexual thing to account for the lack of men, but maybe... It's just that a lot of men feel a bit self-conscious yes. about going into a jacuzzi yes. that's full of women.
0: I think that's right. Because if you go to one of the gyms, and this doesn't happen so much in council gyms, but in private ones, go to one of those health clubs where it's uh, luxurious enough that each gender in their own changing room has their own sauna, steam room and jacuzzi. Wow. Very often the jacuzzi in those places will have men in it in the men changing room, mm. won't it? Uh, whereas perhaps in the mixed, as you're right, perhaps in the mixed gender, uh, environment. Men see the women, and they think, "Oh, that's not for me. That's yes. that's the thing for people who have the nails done and have go to come to the spa to be treated. It's not for me. Big, big physical exercise, me."
1: Or they think i better not go in there in case i inadvertently sexually harass a woman just by being there maybe she'll mistake the jet of bubbles for me trying to touch her
0: actually there is that thing when you're on holiday and you're in a hotel that's got a hot tub when Mm. obviously you're gonna use it i mean what you'd be mad to see a hot tub and not use it Mm. but you get that thing where there's a couple in there before you get in Mm. or actually it's happened to me in january i was in a hotel where there was a man playing with his little girl like a seven year old girl And they were playing mm. with like a football
1: Oh that's sweet And I was like
0: I really want to use the hot tub But I feel a bit weird Getting into the hot tub With a little girl Which is, which is mad Because that's all in my head But I was thinking What are they going to think of me If I get in the jacuzzi With a little girl And start talking to them
1: well it depends what you're saying to them If you <laughs> yes, said how much for the girl Then uh, I can understand <laughs> oh, no, they well, would be happy well, no, So
0: I wasn't really being clear The man wasn't in the jacuzzi So the, the father oh. was standing by the jacuzzi The little girl was in it Throwing the ball to him well, I think And be, I was getting in the water With his little girl Yeah mm-hmm. but I think
1: it'd be okay If you were on the far side mm. Maybe even better if you had headphones on or something.
0: Right, so I shouldn't have got in by thrusting my leg in front of her face. That was the wrong way. You shouldn't
1: have sat on her (laughs) until she stopped moving. When Martin was having his stag do, his, um, his best man's original plan... Was for everybody to go to a Turkish bath.
0: It was a lovely plan.
1: Yes, but for Martin to be almost nude with 20 of his dearest friends seemed a a little bit risky. Straight (laughs) to
0: the point of a stag do, isn't it? Daisy chain. (laughs) Maybe this is the answer to Lou's question to an extent is that clearly the sexual element of the hot tub is is surely exemplified Mm. nowhere better than in the sex party, the swingers party. Mm. Very often, I know this is a stereotype, but very often centered around. The hot tub The hot mm. tub is there As a central point Because it's a place Where you have to take Your clothes off to get in And then you have a few drinks And then they go to your head Because of the bubbles And the heat And then suddenly Before you know it Oh you're having a three way With Janice You seem to know a lot About sex parties Well because as you know Helen I'm moving house soon Hopefully um, I did a lot of research Into the area As one does You do your landfill search You do your environmental search
1: Sex party oh, research Oh Has yeah. it got for um, us
0: And well I did a google To find out where My local swimming pool was And what came up was um, a sex party website. What? There's a house up the road from where we're moving it, where uh, it's, a, as far as I can work out, this is their main source of income. It's a seven-day-a-week swingers' party operation. Seven
1: days a week? Yeah. Not even one day to rest and clean up? <laughs> I don't think so. God, the- they must get through a lot of cheese and pineapple on sticks. they well, it's it,
0: it, it, constantly hosing the place down. Well, the, so they've got a swimming pool, they've got a sauna, and they've got a hot tub. So and, can you um, go
1: there just to use the sauna for your back? no. You have to you have to put out.
0: And what's brilliant is they actually have these TripAdvisor-style reviews saying things like uh, Richard's Cider Apple Crumble was absolutely delicious looking but we'd been to Nando's before we arrived so we had no room. And you Still, can't <laughs>
1: fuck on a full stomach. <laughs>
0: exactly. It's like you would think they were running a Pizza Express rather than a sex dungeon. It's not a dungeon if it's above ground. It sounds quite airy.
1: So do you think you might pop round? Because you're going to be living in the burbs and uh, there's not going to be as much uh, entertainment around you. Not so many theatres and cinemas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No I don't think I will Because I think I'm too young uh, mm. No, no offence to the people If they're listening But judging by the photos On the website I'm 20 years too young To be part of their parties uh, mm. So come back to me In 20 years with that And we'll okay. see If Maybe. I can't afford My own hot tub by then I might be going around To you <laughs> <stairs>. oh, fine. <laughs> Whatever the consequences
1: I will have sex But as long as you let me Sit in the hot tub
0: You buy for 7 99 on iTunes, that seems worth it
1: Kesha's new LP
0: Churchill's biography
1: Or an app that does jack shit For the same sum You can get all the fun of five hours of our old stuff
0: We're selling the first three years of Answer Me This in iTunes
1: Most of it is good, just a little bit is guff
0: Go to answermethispodcast.com slash classic and click the link
1: And with your money we'll swaddle ourselves in nothing but the fun
0: Finest mink and gold shoes and diamond hats but normal pants.
1: Listeners, it is our weekly time of reminding you that if you want to leave a question in your own voice, then please give us a call on this number. Or Skype, answer me this. Let's find out who's done that this week.
0: Hey, Helen Ollie. it's Daniel from Dublin. I've just been on Facebook and a post has come up on my newsfeed saying that bread
1: is actually dangerous for ducks. Um, It can cause things like botulism and
0: something else called angel wing, apparently. So please, for the good of my conscience as a young kid, when I was feeding uh, ducks bread as a little kid, was I actually killing them? Uh, Or is this this just some kind of urban myth? So Helen and I answered me this. Is bread dangerous for ducks?
1: Who killed all the ducks? Who killed all <laughs> the ducks? Daniel from Dublin, Daniel from Dublin. He killed all the ducks with bread. Who
0: let the ducks die? Who? Dan, you're quack, Dan, you're quack, Daniel. quack, quack, Daniel. Daniel. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's really bad for ducks. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, I was shocked. Daniel, I'm sorry to have ruined your childhood retrospectively. When they eat human food, their organs become engorged and fatty and that can give them heart disease, liver problems, other health complications. Bread can get uh, compacted in their crops and apparently bread-impacted crop is a known duck disease
0: Well, in, in their crops
1: crop. i assume the crop is like the kinky neck that they have
0: but they do always have those signs don't they don't feed the ducks in public places and i assume that was because it might poison the water that
1: can happen too yeah and also your moldy bread moldering around can uh harbor botulism and it can cause pests to proliferate in the duck pond all these things guess can you happen. get rats
0: going in for a swim don't you if you've got too much that's bread. that's right in there.
1: and yeah. they harbor disease and it also reduces their ability to to learn how to source food for themselves. Okay. And, and they can overeat because you, you might think, well, I'm just giving them a little bit of bread. How many other people are thinking the same? That's the, the problem,
0: same? yeah. A little bit of bread's probably all right, isn't it, being honest? It's like, it's like cats with milk. You're not supposed to feed cats milk. Everyone really? knows, but everyone knows a bit of milk goes down lovely with a cat, but you just don't, you know, little drop. You, yeah. What you don't want is all the neighbours feeding the cat milk because then you get a horrible stream of diarrhoea yeah. following it around. Ugh. So what's the thing to feed them? Bird feed, I guess.
1: Uh, Cheerios, which seems weird because they've got a lot of sugar in. Grapes cut in half. Mm. Defrosted frozen peas. Kale Romaine lettuce, but not iceberg lettuce.
0: It's too big, isn't it? Well, also, it's not that flavoursome. Ducks prefer a, a less lettuce. lettuce. It's lettuce. interesting, isn't it? Old, you never see old women go down with a bag of mixed salad.
1: You might as well beat them to death with that stale bread for all the good you're doing them. Well, here is another question of food from Richard from Wickham, who says, Ollie, answer me this. Is it acceptable to eat crisps in the quiet zones of trains?
0: <laughs> yes, I would say yes.
1: It depends, I suppose... How lustily you're eating them If you're just eating them at normal volume I don't think anyone could deny that that's acceptable
0: I think at any volume Unless you're amplifying it with the aid of a microphone If you're
1: going crunch, crunch, yum, yum, yum Me and my crisps Yeah,
0: because otherwise the sound of eating any crisp Even a Pringle or something Mm. Is not going to be louder than the accumulative noise Of the 100 mile an hour carriage Do you frequent the quiet carriage as a rule?
1: I've been known to dabble And I don't notice it being significantly quieter I mean, sometimes when somebody is having a mobile phone conversation, someone else will tut.
0: I think that's... But
1: but that is in itself a noise. But that
0: is the... Yeah, that's true. But it's just... That's the rule, isn't it? You're allowed to tut. Like, you, you might not want to intervene usually by telling someone to send their phone, but if you're in the mobile phone free zone, you can point at the sign and tut. Yeah, that is what you are buying.
1: I would love it if trains had a carriage where you were free of other people's boring as shit anecdotes that they yeah. were either telling somebody else or they're on the phone mm. telling because that is something that's really hard to tune out.
0: It is, and mm. I, and actually you can't. It's compelling, isn't it? Even if the person isn't interesting, or well, actually even if the person is interesting, you don't necessarily want to hear it. I was behind uh, Radio One film critic James King Ooh. once uh, on the Channel Tunnel, all the way from Paris. Oh blimey! Uh, and you know, during that three-hour journey, he was on a mobile phone in the seat in front of me. And and on the one hand, I was thinking, I couldn't shut down the part of my brain that was thinking, ooh, it's James King. But at the same time, he was always saying interesting things. Is that the voice of your them monologue, locally? That's right, yeah. Whenever I come into contact with minor league celebrities, that's right, yeah. Ooh, ooh. someone that used to be a big brother. Um, and I thought, <laughs> right, well, he's, he might be talking to someone famous. He might be talking to Edith Bowman. Ooh! Yeah. Ooh. But... <laughs> Bowman child. But it was boring. What he was yeah. saying was boring. It was all about what he was going to do that weekend, where he'd been, what Paris was like. And I was like, I'm trying to read... And I don't want you talking at me. But you can't do anything if you're not in the quiet carriage.
1: Rebecca from Letchworth. Helen and Ollie and Martin the Soundman answer answer me this. What is the difference between seals and sea lions? Well, they are subsects of the same set in the Venn diagram of beasts. I don't doubt it. They're both pinnipeds, as are walruses, which which means fin-footed mammals. But sea lions are much louder than seals because you remember when you see sea lions like in San Francisco or a lot down the Californian coast they're yeah. just,
0: arr, arr, just arr. Arr. it is great Thinking. to watch them though they're funny because they they're have hilarious. little fights with each other over a bit of rock in the sun you're like you, the whole coastline is rock in the sun well, what's that's, the fight you, about that's the story of humankind Ollie. they're not so different from I us guess.
1: what is so magnificent as well about watching the pinnipeds is they're so graceful in water and so incredibly ungainly yeah. on dry land <laughs> yeah. so the they sea- can really move
0: in the, the sea can't yeah.
1: they? so when you see the sea lions they're, they're sort of yomping over each other but sea lions another difference between seals and sea Sea lions. Sea lions can bend their, their their tail fin underneath them to propel them, whereas seals they they stick theirs straight out and kind of drag themselves along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main identifiable difference there better
0: be one Helen because so far my inner nutkins would not be able to identify one from the other from your description alone okay
1: well then you won't be you won't be able to identify them for the fact that sea lions whiskers are smooth and seals are crimped
0: (laughs) I'm not getting that close
1: okay what's the fact
0: what what can help me here
1: seals have little holes for ears and sea lions have ear flaps
0: nice and it's all about the flaps just looking for the flaps now I know yeah lion flaps. flaps
1: but then my problem would be remembering which one had the holes and which one had the flaps
0: uh, well, I'd, I'd think of a lion and a big flap. I'd think of a big cat flap with okay. a lion in oh, it.
1: Oh, that's a good there mnemonic. You go. Well yeah.
0: done. Need a flap for a lion.
1: Well, if we've learned nothing else today, <laughs> lion flaps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How many social networks are you on? Vivo, Friendster, Path, My Myspace, Ping and Googlebot want to be our pal go to this url
1: facebook.com slash answer me this or twitter.com slash helen and Dolly but please don't follow us
0: in real life here's a question from amy from york who says I recently broke up with my boyfriend of about a year. Sorry, Amy. Uh, For Christmas, well, he might have been a dick.
1: Well, it's still hard to break up with a dick, because you think, what did I waste that year on a dick for?
0: Yeah, that's true, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry that you might be thinking that.
1: Yeah, I mean, initially I was dickmatised, but once that wore off, (laughs) what's the excuse? Could have got out in three months. Yeah, that's true. So I'm sorry, Amy, Yeah, whatever the scenario. Yeah,
0: you've been dicked. Uh, For Christmas, she continues, I bought him two tickets to see Bruce Springsteen at Wembley in June, as he's a massive fan.
1: That's nice of you
0: That is nice Although it will probably Rain on him throughout the concert Being June in UK So in a way uh, You're getting him back as well We had an amicable-ish breakup Continues Amy But have decided Not to be friends Fair enough That's very mature isn't it Yes To actually be able to say In words like that In a yeah. printed email you, We've decided not to be friends Not can't... I hate him
1: No
0: We've decided uh, So Helen asked me this Would it be weird If I asked him to come with me To the gig I know how much he wants to go and I don't really want to miss out either. By the way, if you've got him a Christmas present... (laughs) Then
1: it's he who should decide who gets to go with him. Yeah,
0: I mean, I know you've broken up, so maybe then the tickets didn't arrive until just now and you paid for them. But I mean, that's the the Christmas present is not the voucher in the card saying, I'm going to give you some tickets. It is the tickets.
1: Yeah. If he'd bought them for you and therefore it was your decision whom to go with, what Mm. would you feel, Amy? You would probably feel like it was your decision whom to go with. So, it's it, these are his
0: tickets. I think the opposite. Yeah. You no, know, if it were me and I'd been bought the tickets, I would think these are quite expensive. And my ex-girlfriend. Probably would rather have them herself or my ex-wife. Would yeah, but, are, have them but, but the Statute of limitations is it was a Christmas present. Yes. It's gone Christmas. It's yeah. June.
1: It's like for your birthday last year, Martin, when I got you that day's owling.
0: Yeah. And
1: then if we'd split up, you wouldn't have thought. Well, Helen had better go on the owling. But
0: that's different. That was a very specific experience to well, me. Because no, you I know don't how much so. I owls, I love owls, owls are your Springsteen, Martin. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah. But laughs> the but fact but that but Amy it, quite likes him as well <laughs> is irrelevant. Anyway, she continues. I know how much he wants to go, and I don't really want to miss out either. Uh, I don't have any other friends who are Springsteen fans As I'm 20 and therefore not exactly in the Bruce demographic uh, If I do this How can I ask him without making it sound like a ploy To get him back Well, I don't think it sounds like no. that I'm aware that my friends who are still in the he's a dick phase Will kill me if I tell them I'm thinking of giving his ticket to him
1: They won't Firstly it's none of their business Don't bother telling them Secondly uh, they're probably saying he's a dick Because you've broken up with him and that's what friends do Yeah
0: you have to say it's that It's just impulse.
1: He. I mean he was probably fine for you to have gone out with him Right, actually, well, unless he's Chris Brown,
0: um, you're right, and actually, perversely, they'd probably prefer it if you gave them both to him, yes, because then you wouldn't have to be involved at all,
1: yeah. And it shows that you, you know, you don't have any particular longing to go with him if you give him both the tickets.
0: Bottom line, you know, it's a nice evening, but it's not that romantic, is it? I mean, go and see Bruce Springsteen with someone, and it will lead to no sex at all, yeah, absolutely fine. It's and one And it's, night it's life. Bruce Bloody Springsteen. You know what I mean? He'll probably die in your lifetime and then you'll think, oh, I had an opportunity to see him once and I missed it.
1: I wish I hadn't been so silly and second-guessed myself so much. Exactly. Well, listeners, it is time to draw this episode to a close. But if you want to draw next week's episode to an open... <laughs> that's not really an expression, but yeah, let's well, make it. I like it, one. it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Why not? Then draw, you Draw
0: it back like a curtain.
1: We can only fling open the curtains of next week's episode if you send us a question by email, phone, or Skype. And all of our contact details are very clearly denoted on our website, AnswerMeThisPodcast.com
0: Answer this. where, where also this week you will find links to Helen's new podcast. I'm cheating on this podcast with another podcast. With another podcast, but not another co-podcaster, so I can support this.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: There's no men in this.
1: Well, there will be token men in this podcast. I'm making a podcast called Sound Women, which is about women in the radio industry, which is quite sexist. And anyway, the first episode is out... The
0: radio industry is sexist, not the podcast. No, the
1: podcast... The podcast is anti-sexist. Well, it's kind of sexist, because there aren't any men in the first episode, but... (laughs) It's positive discrimination Anyway in the first episode I interview uh, Lauren Laverne
0: It's a good interview I can say impartially Jeez. I mean I do know you Obviously And even,
1: you know Lauren and I know Lauren Laverne used to work with her
0: but Nonetheless I can say Impartially as a listener That I enjoyed it and, and you don't have to be A woman to listen to it Even though it is aimed At women who want to Get into the radio industry But men can listen to it too
1: Yes as long as they Don't repress anybody By doing so <laughs> So uh, that's at Soundcloud.com soundwomen uh,
0: Another podcast You should be subscribed to By the way Is the Ian Collins Wants a word podcast
1: Ian Collins star- Friend of the show
0: uh, Previous guest on the show And uh, we are again guests on his show this week yes uh, so if you subscribe to ian collins once a word on all the usual pod places then we're on that this week um, um and actually whilst we're talking about podcasts that you should subscribe to uh, we don't mention this enough we are every week on the let's talk about tech podcast from the bbc every week both of us talking about the week Online with Chris Smooth voice Warburton
1: Oh, it's Voice like,
0: like melted butter Warburton no, I
1: think it's more voice like um, Hot Bovril
0: yes. <laughs> 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 I think that's fair So there you go Three podcasts to check out And Ooh. since we have promoted Three of our own podcasts With grim inevitability We give Martin the opportunity <sighs> To mention his briefly Strap in oh which one Uh, choose I'm going to plug drain uh, drain. brain train drain brain it's a podcast about the sewage industry every (laughs) week Martin talks about different types of poo you can see floating (laughs) past you in the drains in the street very toilet heavy Uh, no it's called what? (laughs) brain train brain train yeah yeah yeah. it's it's, uh, the idea is that every week an expert asks another expert about something they don't know anything about okay uh,
1: so it's not like this podcast where stupid people ask stupid people questions well no it's
0: more like so like I'm a physicist and uh, let's say I want to know all about Shakespeare I get a Shakespeare scholar and ask them about that and the Shakespeare Scholar wants to know all about uh, fireflies, so we get in a biologist and they have this really cool conversa- conversation. That, sounds, fun. Where that can, sounds
1: good. Where can people get that, Martin?
0: Uh, BrainTrainPodcast.com.
1: So, listeners, that is an awful lot of free entertainment for you, so we expect you to be very, very cheerful and entertained when you return next week for the next on Me See you then. Bye! Bye.